are now tuned in to That's Matt. I want to motivate you. Let's go. We've got to change our thinking. We've got to do things differently. Let's go. Hey, what's up everybody? Matt Koenig here. So excited for you to be on this live YouTube episode of That's Mad. Today I'm going to talk about how to overcome just about every objection that you get as well as how to make it rain like an absolute rock star. But first, let me just share a special message with you from Gary Vaynerchuk. Hey everybody, on March 21st, an exclusive Ask Gary Vee show at the Rockstar Auto Conference. Come and join us. That is right, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk did a special episode. He's doing a special episode of the Ask Gary V Show for the Rockstar Auto Conference, and every in-person attendee is going to get an autographed copy of Gary's new book, Ask Gary V, that comes out on uh, on March 8th. So we're pretty pumped up. Uh, for more info, go to rockstarautoconference.com and uh, get your ticket. So let's talk about how to make it rain. Let's talk about how to overcome objections. See, I was listening to something from Joel Osteen that was pretty inspiring. And he was talking about how, um, well, about how clouds work. And let me explain what I mean by that. He was talking about how when we see rain coming down, we have to realize that the rain didn't start with the cloud, but really it started with the vapors on the ground that go up into the cloud. And the amount of vapors that go in, they fill the cloud, they fill the cloud, they fill the cloud until it can't hold anymore. And then the rain comes down. Now, he was talking about that in respect of like when you give praise to God, then boom, you know, the rain comes down. But I'm not going to talk about it from that angle today. Not that that's a wrong angle. I think that that's right and it's true and it's great. But I'm going to talk to you about a different angle. And that's this. What you put in is what you get out. Thinking in respect to that cloud, let's talk about what you're putting in to your day when it comes to training yourself, when it comes to motivating yourself, when it comes to educating yourself. See, when you think about professional athletes, for example, they spend hours and hours and hours putting in time to be prepared only to play a few minutes on the field, right? The average football player gets what, 14 minutes a game? Yet they spend season after season preparing for that 14 minutes. But here's what's even more interesting. Not the Tom Brady's, not the Peyton Manning's, not the Eli Manning's, not the, <clears throat> not all the other players that are out there, not the Cam Newton's, right? All these quarterbacks that we hear so much about. But think about the players that sit at the bench, the ones that never get to take the field. Do you know those same players still put in all the work so that they'll be ready when it's time to take the field? So you've got to ask yourself, are you putting in the effort to get out the results? Now, Let's talk about that effort when it comes to closing. See, educating ourselves on different parts of the sales process, from greeting to presenting our products to asking good questions and closing are all part of putting in the work. It's all part of shoving the vapors into that cloud so that we can get that rain to burst out, right? I want to share with you something I learned a long time ago, and I tweaked it just a tad. Um, for overcoming objections. And Joe Verde used to call it clarify, rephrase, isolate, and close. I shifted it up a little, and uh, I'm gonna give you the four R's to handling just about every objection. Now, I wanna share with you something before we begin this. Just about every, every objection that you get is gonna fall into one of a couple categories, right? Either they wanna feel like they're making a good decision, right? They wanna get it right in their mind that it's the right thing to do. Uh, either they want to feel like the deal is good enough, right? Where they're not going to be able to, you know, go home and then see that there was a better deal elsewhere. 
or they want to make sure that they can financially afford it, right? That it fits into their budget, uh, the money they set aside, that they're just not going to go broke, uh, making the decision to move forward your, with your product or service. So let's talk about the four R's for handling objections. Now, we'll use one of my favorites, which is, oh, I want to think about it. All right. First thing we want to do is repeat. Step one of the four R's is repeating the objection back to someone. So when somebody says, you know what, I want to think about it. Okay. I understand you want to think about it. Now, why would we just repeat something back to someone? Good question. The reason is sometimes an objection is just an excuse. Sometimes it's a stall, as our friend Grant Cardone says. So sometimes that objection is a conditioned response that just comes out. Somebody says, I gotta think about it because that's what they feel like they should say. Subconsciously, it just pops out. So sometimes just repeating it back to them will make them go, you know what? Nah, never mind. I'm good. Let's move forward. So in the example of, you know what? I just, I wanna think about it. Okay, cool. You wanna think about it. All right. Now let's assume they go, yep, yep, I do. <clears throat> now we've, we've repeated the objection to the, the person, but now we want to restate it in a way that will help us find out what the true objection is, what the reasoning behind it is. So, um, for example, when somebody says, I want to think about it and we say, okay, all right, you want to think about it. Cool. And they say, yeah, I need to think about it. Okay. When you say that you need to think about it, uh, you need time. Uh, is there something? And, and then we would ask a question, right? Is there something that you don't like about the vehicle? Is there is something and the money that didn't fit? Is there something like that, 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 uh, that's causing you to want to think, right? We want to restate it back and kind of dig in a little bit deeper. Now, then the customer may or may not share with you what their concern is. They may say, you know what, that's crazy, or you know, no, no, there's nothing, I just, I just need the time, I need the time, I need the time. Okay, no problem. But what we need to do then is we need to remove all the other objections. So for example, in the instance of, I want to think about it, a long time ago I learned something great from Grant Cardone, and that was this. Uh, okay, is three weeks enough time to think about it? Customer says, I got to think about it. Cool. You need to think about it? Yeah. Is there something specific that's causing you to hesitate? Or No, no, no. We just need some time. We need to think. Okay, cool. Uh, so now I want to remove the other objections. Great. Would three weeks be enough time for you to think about it then? Now, most people at this point are going to go, well, well, geez, I don't need three weeks. I mean, you know, a couple days or whatever. And we're going to go, okay, understandable. Listen, whether you take three weeks, three months, three years, or three minutes, you're going to typically be considering the same things that most folks are. And if you don't mind, I'll share them with you. Uh, the first thing is you're going to ask yourself, is it the right product for me? Is this the right vehicle? Is this the right home? Is this the right boat? Whatever, whatever it is you're selling. Is this the right, the right watch? Okay. Is this the right vehicle for me? And and you do. And now, when you when you go through these things, by the way, with with the things they're going to probably be considering, uh, after each one, you want to confirm that it is. So, for example, if we say, well, you know, whether it's three weeks, three months, three years, or three minutes, you're probably going to be thinking about the same couple things that everybody processes. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm just going to share those with you. I mean, the first thing most people think about is, is this the right product? Is this car the one for me? And you do like it, right? I mean, you feel like the the vehicle itself is the right one, don't you? And if the customer says, and by the way, those are, you know, tie downs, right? Don't you, right? We're, we're tying it down to see if we're right. Now, we're not just asking to tie it down because it's part of a stupid sales script. We're doing it because we want to really confirm and find out if it is the right product. Now, let's assume it is. And they say, yeah, 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 the product's right. Okay, awesome. Well, the next thing most people think about is, is this the place I want to do business with? Now, this is a big question. A lot of people are afraid to say this to a customer, but... 
I really love this question because sometimes people say, you know, I, we're just not comfortable here. Or, you know what, our local dealers where we bought our last 10 vehicles or whatever. Now, nine out of 10 people will say, you know, yeah, you guys did everything great, everything's cool, but watch their tone, watch their body language, watch their, uh, the, the, just watch their nature when they say that because sometimes they don't want to hurt your feelings, but if there's something underlying there, don't be afraid to ask what it is, okay? So, second thing most people think about is, hey, is this a place I want to do business? And I hope the experience here has been great so far. I mean, uh, you know, it, please let me know. I mean, is there anything in the experience that's turned you off, made you feel like uh, uncomfortable or made you feel like it's not the place you would want to do business? And ask and then be quiet and listen. And if a customer says, no, 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 you've been great. Man, gosh, you did everything we asked for. You gave us all the info. Holy cow. I mean, no, it's been a really great experience here today. Now, here's where the majority of the concerns come up with people. And that's why we save it for last, okay? Well, let's see, if it's the right car and you feel comfortable doing business with us and the experience here is good, could it be the money that's holding you back? Now, the customer will typically then let you know yes or no, right? A lot of times it is. Not that they can't afford it, maybe the deal's not structured right, whatever. Assuming the customer says, yeah, you know what, we really just, that's why we gotta think about it, we really need to see if this will work for us, a little more than we wanna spend. I understand, now I wanna make sure, now that I've isolated this down, now that I've, I've, I've gone through, I've rephrased, I'm trying to remove every other possible objection, so once I've narrowed this down at the end, I'm gonna say, other than the money, other than making that fit into your budget, is there any other reason why you wouldn't wanna move forward? Oh, hold on one second, I gotta make sure this camera is plugged in so it doesn't go dead on us here. One second, folks. Get this bad boy all plugged in. Apologize for that little slight hiccup. Perfect, okay. So now let's assume for one second that the customer is good with every single thing that we've gone through thus far, okay? Sorry about that folks, just wanna make sure we get this plugged in properly for you. My apologies here. We're gonna cut to we're gonna cut to a quick message from my boy Grant Cardone while we get the power plugged in on the camera. Hold on one second, gang. Hey, 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 hey! Thanks for joining me, Grant Cardone here out of my studio in Miami. If you saw me 15 or 20 or 30 years ago live, guess what? I'm gonna be in Kalamazoo, Michigan, March. 21st and I want to take a photo with you. I want to shake your hand. If you've never seen me, this is your shot at Rockstar Automotive Conference. The Rack. R-A-C. Rockstar Automotive Conference. This is your chance to spend some time with me in person live in Kalamazoo, March 21st. I know it's March 21st because that's my birthday and I want to get a photo and a handshake with you. Look forward to seeing you. I think it's going to be 11 o'clock in the morning, something like 10.30, 11 o'clock in the morning, Kalamazoo. Can't wait to see you there. You go to rockstarautoconference.com. I'm going to freaking rock, and I'm going to rockstar.com. All right, thanks. Sorry about that. Sorry for the technical difficulty, but I hope you looked at that message from our buddy Grant, Rockstar Auto Conference, March 21st. Now, let's go back to removing that objection. So we see the customer, other than the money, other than you know working with this and making sure it fits into your budget what you guys feel comfortable with 
is there, and here are the words to write down, is there any other reason why you wouldn't want to take this home today? This is critical. Other than whatever their concern is, is there any other reason why you wouldn't want to take this home today? Now, most of the time the answer will be no. And then what you're going to do is the fourth R. You're going to reclose. Now, reclose doesn't just mean I need your okay right here. It means restructuring the deal, putting something together that's agreeable with the customer. Now, listen, ideally, right, in a perfect world, we, we pencil a deal. We give the customer the best possible deal right away. The customer loves it and everybody's happy. But that doesn't really always happen that way, right? So obviously we want to make sure the customer gets a fair deal, but we also want to make sure that we make a fair margin of profit so we can afford to service the customer better than anybody else in the market. Remember, it's okay to make a fair profit. I'm a customer. When I buy stuff, I want the companies I do business with to make money on me. I don't want them to rip me off but I do want them to make a fair margin of profit so that they can service me well after the sale. So that when I go in and I ask for help or I need something, they're always there to take care of me. I'll give you a great example. And this is, again, all of this goes into why great companies can make it rain and really why great salespeople can earn an amazing living because they service people better than anybody else. For example, when I bought my vehicle and it had an issue a couple months later, the salesperson, who happened to have been the general manager at the dealership, actually gave me his personal vehicle to drive while mine was being serviced. His personal vehicle. Now, that's going above and beyond. That's taking care of me as a client better than anybody else. So do you think I'll be going back to him next time around? Well, you can count on I'll be reaching out to him because I know he took care of me better than anybody else. So let's go back and revisit both of the things we're talking about today. When it comes to handling objections, four R's to do it. One, repeat the objection back to the person so they can see if it's just a condition response, an excuse, or a complaint, and they may swipe it away right out of the gate. Second thing we want to do is we want to restate it. We want to, we want to drill down and restate it into something so that we can figure out what the true objection is, right? So be it, be it the deal, be it time to make a decision, be it financially fitting it in their budget. We want to restate that objection and whittle down to find the exact concern that the client has. The third thing we do, of course, is we want to rephrase it, or, or excuse me, we want to remove any other objections from the situation. So other than that, is there any other reason you wouldn't want to move forward today and drive this home, take this home, make this purchase, whatever it may be. And last but not least, we want to reclose. We want to go back one more time and another time and another time and another time if we have to, to get them to be able to take the product. And listen, you only want to do this if it's the right product for them. If it's not the right product, we don't want to shove something down somebody's throat. What we want to do when we know it's the right product though, is that we don't want to have wasted the customer's time and send them home empty handed. So we want to do everything in our power to really truly help them get what they came for. Does that make sense? I hope it does. The second thing we talked about today, well, the one we started off with is how to make it rain. Listen, we've got to put the work in. We've got to invest in ourselves. You got to take the time, whether it's reading to educate yourself, whether it's watching motivational videos, whether it's going to learn from professionals in, in other mediums, whatever it is, we've got to take the time to invest in educating ourselves so that we can elevate our careers to the next level. Think about it just like that rain cloud, right? The vapors have to go in until there's so much in there, the cloud bursts with rain. Fill your head with knowledge and keep filling it and fill it with motivation until you feel so good, so excited and so passionate that it's just got to come bursting out and you got to make it rain. I want to say thanks again for tuning in. 
one more time and uh, go out there and make your day amazing. You are now tuned in to That's Matt. I want to motivate you. Let's go. We've got to change our thinking. We've got to do things differently. Let's go.